0: All right, Moose. There's no Grasso this week. Spoiler alert. So here's my question for you. If you had to choose, you have a gun to your head and someone goes, Billy Joel or Batman the rest of your life, which one do you pick?
1: Does the other <laughs> one die?
0: No, the other one, just you, he can no longer watch it or he dies.
2: Or listen to it. I, can no, lo- I can no longer consume either media property. Exactly. Mm, it's which a real one, which choice. Which one do you pick? Um, there's much more vast, uh, options with Billy Joel. So I'd have to go with that. Uh, are you sure about you guys... that?
1: Bat- Batman goes back a hundred years. I mean, yeah, but... there's a lot, there's a lot of Batman going on. So what are, we,
2: what, are we, what are we talking about? Are we talking about like, I mean, the first thing that comes to mind is music. So like, what am I going to, what do I listen to? Batman-wise, a Danny Elfman score fifteen times in a row? Like it's great, but like you know, no. But you could watch it, it.
1: This this takes like watching Batman Ed. consuming comics, all of that. Like it just it's it's no, like
0: no animated series. There's no yeah. more Mark Hamill as the Joker. I, I still or Heath Ledger. I still might.
2: I I. I still might go with my original answer.
0: All right, that that's interesting. I'm 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 actually a little surprised. It's uh you, you gotta get rid of all your merch, your your Batman merch.
2: That's, yeah, yeah. Um I don't know. It's just obviously, you know, I you know started liking Batman started being a fan of Batman much earlier than I was a fan of Billy Joel. But I don't know. First thing that came to mind was what do I consume the most in my life? It's not comics, it's not movies, it's music. Mm-hmm. So that makes to, sense. The ability to lose that music really does outweigh the rest it does
1: all right well all i gotta say about that is really sounds like you're all about the bj oh my god Everybody, welcome to another edition of the Pining For Podcast. It's week 10. With you, as always, I am the mouth breather, the broken cock himself, Ben Max. With me, uh, calling from the boudoir, is uh, the Wiener's Wien Dogs, the Doge, Greg Marcoux. And with us in the booth, as always, is the Moose Mayhem himself, Joe Fermusa. In international waters, from parts unknown, right now, is Christopher Grasso. He could not call in this week, and I'm sure he'd have a lot to say, but I don't know if it'd be coherent. So we'll just go right into it, guys. This is the um, this is really the Saratoga week. I feel like this is the death of favorites. It's just everybody – that's what everybody calls the racetrack in Saratoga. At least that's
0: what I hear all the time. So, I don't think a Triple Crown winner has won there. I think that's the reason why.
1: Yes. So, so th- that being said, uh, a lot of weird – NFL matchups this week, uh, but not so many. Um, I mean, there, there was still a lot of change in, in the league. It's are a lot of interesting matchups here. What are Before we go into it, what are some quick takeaways you got, uh, Greg?
0: Keegan and Vinny cannot play a, 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 a good game. Every year awful. it seems like they have the worst score. I think last year Vinny scored 48 points and Keegan scored like 50. It, it's That's the takeaway from the week. The, the week went Kind of had a, I saw it a little bit. Um, I think the standings are tight as they always are besides the clear two favorites. So, yeah, you know, let's get into the matchups.
1: All right. So we'll start uh, where, uh, where I think everybody going to the week thought it was the matchup of Titans, or at least that's the way it looked in the beginning. It's the, um, the wieners, wean dogs, the leader in the West division, And the two beers too deep, the leaders in the East division. And, you know, it could have been a high scoring matchup. Unfortunately, Derrick Henry got injured last week and Grasso didn't really find a good replacement for him. So he lost pretty handily 80.6 to 124.3 with Wieners, Wien Dogs prevailing real easy. He got a lot of help from his special teams in his kicker. And his defense, I mean Jalen Waddle looked pretty good. And obviously Justin Herbert had the number two points overall this week. So overcame kind of a mediocre running back showing before the Wieners Wien Dogs. But you know, he got it. He got the points where he needed. It. He came very close to getting the most points of the
0: week. Yeah, I, I think you can't be disappointed with running backs that get you anywhere between say nine to twelve points. If you get nine to twelve points when you're running backs, you're all right. Um I, yeah, you, like you said, Grasso was really decimate of injuries. If you look at his bench, he only had eight points left over on his bench and that was from his backup defense. So it wasn't like he left points on the bench. Right. On the other hand, I did. CD lamb had a terrible game. Uh, he, you know, two I mean, as the, as the whole Cowboys team did, but you know, I had fair fire on the, on the bench who had 18 points, had two touchdowns. Um, you know, my, well, my backup tight end here, I had a couple receivers that were, you know, um uh, alan robinson at eight so i could have had even a higher score um it was just one of those weeks i hit Grosso to give him his first loss at the right time um so I, i'm i'm pleased with myself but i would have been disappointed if i if i lost this week
1: yeah no um but yeah you definitely you did what you needed to so let's move on to our next matchup i think this one almost was surprising uh, but it ended up being the match, if you look at the rosters, what everyone expected. Moose Mayhem uh, triumphed triumphed over Fitz Magic, scoring 114.6. To Fitz's 105.25. You know, Fitz finally has righted his ship a little bit, even though he lost here. He, he got a lot of uh, mileage out of all of his players, except for his defense, which could have helped him. But really, the big story here, because the game was only within nine points, was Nick Chubb. He scored... Uh, he scored a hefty amount this week, and that really brought Joe to victory. I don't—I mean, everybody else looked pretty good. What do you think, Greg?
0: I think this was a—this was the my whole team did good versus I had three players that did awesome, um, and the three players that did awesome, you know, were able to to push Joe through. He still won with Joe Burrow scoring 10 points and Aaron Jones scoring five um, you know, that's 31 from Nick Chubb is huge. Obviously Pittman and Kelsey with the, you know, around 15 points is really good, but that defense, man, yeah. any defense yeah. against the Texans is going to be a good matchup. And and for Fitz, it's just, it just looking like it's going to be one of those seasons that, mm-hmm. you know, that, it's just not happening for him. He can have a solid week, and he just comes up against Joe, who, again, we all have said has, has underperformed his roster and his point totals, um, you know, and who would have thought the, the Denver would have been able to score 30 points in that Cowboys defense. So it's a good win for Moose, and, again, the, the Fitz needs to start thinking about, all right, how do I get out of the mouth breather? I'm only going to have two games moving forward in the mouth breather playoffs. Um, right. Who are we going to – how am I going to make this happen? Right.
2: Joe, you want to give us a a, a few pearls of wisdom? I will note, unlike some uh, other top teams in the league, I've yet to dip below 100 in any given week. So, but, you know, these are the kind of matchups that I needed to win. And obviously I did. I was putting up 115, 120 in other weeks and not winning those weeks. So, you know, important win, needed the win. Um, I had a feeling that uh, I would have a little bit of a struggle um, just because Aaron Jones has been back and forth uh, and I still don't trust Amari Cooper, even though we had a great week a couple weeks ago. So that's why I picked up that Miami defense, which is still, you know, halfway decent and any given day. Um, Joe Burrow surprised me. Um, but, yeah, you know, just still treading water. Uh, finally, a good game from Travis Kelsey. Hopefully he'll uh, be on the up and up from this. Um, but, yeah, I'm uh, now going to ride high on uh, Mr. Ben Roethlisberger next week. That's a that's a tough draw. And, you know, it's
1: really tough with those AFC North matchups. I'll say this real quick that um, none of the players, except for very few instances, do extremely well. Like Nick Chubb did really well this week, but a lot of like high flying players tend to be depressed. Uh, Moving on. Next, we're going to go to two teams that desperately needed a win. Uh, Because they were both sitting, one was sitting at three and five, one was sitting at four and four. A lot of different things could have happened in this matchup, but the big X bashers somehow miraculously pulled out a win 117.4 to the show me a is Jimmy's team 93.4 really the story here is just a lot of solid play I think from Eccles team I mean Lamar Jackson held it down and again we were talking about little depressed points from his running backs but he didn't need that uh with J- Justin Jefferson coming back in a, whole, a big way and Cole Beasley which I wouldn't have started for a million years uh ended up getting seven points for him which was big out of his wide receiver two slot and you know Mitchell's starting to really look like a good pick for him uh and that's that's what i've got to say jimmy just couldn't really pull it out
0: yeah i, I think the um this is jimmy lost this because his receivers are on by his top two receivers mclaurin and lockett were both on by yes granted so would dk for Eckel. however having your top two receivers out at the same time is tough um, you know he did he got a solid game from callaway i mean because that touchdown really only um his running backs did great this is Echo finally got us the quarterback week he's been looking for, for for the first eight weeks of the season. Now he in the ninth week he finally got the quarterback play he, he was looking for, and I think that's what took him to victory was the difference in the quarterbacks and then the difference in the defenses. I mean, I knew the pass defense was going to dominate Carolina. I just knew that. We'll go okay. into that game. So uh, I think it's uh it's a good win for Echo. He really needed it but I don't know if it's sustainable for him. Harris has gone down, um, you know, Elijah Mitchell, who knows with that San Francisco team. It, it was a win echo needed, uh, but I don't know if it can continue.
1: Yeah, so let's uh, let's talk about needed wins in our next matchup as well. Uh, it's a similar situation. It was the weak side werewolves against yours truly, the broken cock corollary. Uh Yes, I will be breathing from my mouth for uh, at least a few a few more weeks of the season. We'll see how long that lasts. Uh desperately the Broken Cox need a win, as did the Weekside Werewolves. And uh, the Broken Cox ended up scoring the most points this week, scoring one twenty seven point eight to the weekside werewolves, eighty-six point three. The real story though is Jonathan Taylor and James Conner really out he outscored uh, those two outscored a couple of teams just themselves. They were the top two of the three top scores this week. And there was mediocrity around the rest of the team, but that's really what brought the broken Cox to victory as well as, you know, Dale didn't have a real quarterback. You can't start Tyrod Taylor and expect to win the game.
0: Yeah. The, it was a bad, bad streaming quarterback decision with Rogers being on the COVID list. Uh, and I'm a little disappointed in you that you don't have the Connor. Uh, so, soundbite set up because that's literally the it was a it was it was uh jonathan taylor thomas and james connor that really <laughs> close um that, that won you that game Ben. it i mean yes you won by you know 40 41 points you those guys go down to you know 15 points a piece and that's a tight game. You know, that's you're, you're sweating going into the Monday night game with the Steelers defense. Um, again, another matchup that someone needs the win. The, the person who needed the win got the win, and the person who didn't need the win as much didn't get the win, um, just like our last matchup. So it's a good win for you, Ben. You're somehow back in the hunt after starting out pretty terribly. Uh, you won the last two weeks, right?
1: Yeah, I'm actually, I started the season 0 and 4, and since then I've gone 4 and 1.
0: There you go. I mean, so so you're having you might be, have that Dale resurgence coming.
1: Yeah, or earlier than Dale too. So hopefully, hopefully that actually means something. But we'll see. But there's there's still five weeks left. We got a few matchups though left to talk about. So let's move on to the uh, the Papa squats versus the Dynasty. Another one of those games where the team that needed to win. Well, I guess they were both four and four. So, uh, you know, both teams really needed that win. But the uh, the Papa Squats finally with uh, Christian McCaffrey coming back, even though he wasn't his old self. I know he and he just lost Chase Edmonds uh, for four weeks, but it was enough. And, you know, I, I it was partially the dynasties with his bye weeks, partially not starting a defense. Who knows if that could have done anything for him. There's a lot of different angles to this matchup, but the, the Papa Squats really were able to just – put the better roster together and get cmc back that's what did
0: it work yeah I, I, I am i've never seen someone you know t just known as the person who doesn't start a defense right like that's his thing you know oh i'm winning i don't want to start the defense in case i lose my the 15 points that i have in the league it's never processed for me again we've talked about how important points points are when it comes to tiebreakers at the end of the season and even Especially two points yeah especially the season where everyone's so tight. So the fact that he's not even going to start a defense, uh, I know I, we, did a, we did a health check uh, on him, um, make sure that he was all right. Uh, and Spencer did reach out and he said he was fine. Um, I, I, it was just a week that I don't know if these if just gave up this week and said, oh, no, McCaffrey's coming back. It's interesting. I mean, none of, neither of them had great weeks. It was, a, it was an interesting week um, for these two teams. And, again, Spencer's now a really good shot to get that wild card um, moving forward. Mm-hmm.
1: Although he does uh, face me in a, again this season, that's going to be a big matchup. All right, we've got uh, one last matchup to talk about here, and it's the wet fart matchup. It's uh, the Keeks to success versus the Vin Saloons, and somebody had to win. And this se- this, this year it was Keegan. <laughs> yes, that wet fart of a matchup. <laughs> uh, it was 64. at. It- <laughs> to finney's 61.6 and you know you would think with mahomes and tyreek Kell that he'd be able to score a lot of points but man those guys have been even though they're pretty high in points they've been super disappointing this season and you know vinny re- really needed a win to stay in it and he didn't get what he wanted he didn't get it so i think this kind of sinks his ship i don't know if there's anything else to say here i mean it's just garbage all around
0: yeah this is the one matchup where yeah, sorry. Just and had to do it. <laughs> oh, no, you have to with that one. Uh, I, I think the uh, this is the one matchup where the team that needed the win didn't get it. And I I don't know. I mean, maybe he can, you know, Vinny can not you know, think about not starting Herbert because Montgomery was planning on coming back the Monday night. So maybe you're like, all right, Herbert's not going to get that many touches and because Montgomery's back. So maybe you play Brandon Boulder, but then you're playing a New England running back or Aaron Dillon or uh, excuse me, uh, A.J. Mm-hmm. Dillon. It could have been a good start. I, I, I don't know. It was just a bad. Uh, Vinny C just doesn't look good. I mean, you got Zeke. I mean, he Zeke's did. A, he a, started Josh way. Allen. He started. You know, Josh Allen scored twelve points. Josh Allen against the Jaguars.
1: Against the Jaguars, like that should that should never
0: surprise motherfucker. Yeah, that's the only way I can describe that is that if, in any other week, Vinny's going to win this matchup. But for whatever reason, his team is just. It's kind of feeling very fitzy.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's that, like you said, that kind of season for him. Uh, yeah, so that brings us to our, the end of our matchup. So, another week in the books. Let's look at where our power rankings are going. This season, you know, I'm sticking to the three tier model. You kind of posited out that last week. And now I'm kind of looking at our power rankings in terms of being able to make the playoffs, not being able to make the playoffs, guaranteed to make the playoffs. So at the bottom tier, we've got 11 and uh, 12 is Fitz magic and the Vince Loons have dropped to 11. Uh, I just don't think I don't think they have really any realistic shot to make the playoffs right now at all.
0: Yeah, I think that's right. I think again Fitz Fitz might be mathematically eliminated. I haven't done the math. He's probably not because you know, he could finish well, he could he could finish six and eight. And if yeah, everyone that, lost, yeah, it, it,
1: that it, team's it, not great. Or that uh, that division's not great, rather.
0: It's it's it would be possible. You know, if he if he won out, he could have a chance. I don't see that happening. Um So he might be eliminated. Vinny is just having a rough, again, a very rough season. He Mm -hmm. is up on points, even by a little, over you and Spencer in the same division. Granted, we think we both think Grasso has that division locked up. But um, I'm really taking a look at the standings now because it's really shaping up to be, you know, two teams are going to win their divisions pretty easily, I think. And then it's a bunch of people for the wild card. And then that South could be uh, interesting at the end But those final three matchups.
1: Yeah, and one of those teams is going to be the number three seed somehow. Um, but in that kind of speaks to the middle of the pack, which I have 10 through three. So just real quick, uh, Broken Cox at 10, The Dynasty at 9, The Bashers at 8, uh, Show Muties at 7, Weakside Werewolves at 6, Papa Squats at 5. Uh, the keys to success in the Moose Mayhem at three, I put them all in the same range because even Moose, you know, everybody says, and I think it's widely considered, you have the best roster in the league. You're still five and four. So a lot of different things can happen, you know, one or one or two injuries away to, uh, from really making a tough road for you. You could still miss the playoffs, not saying that you will, but it could happen. Whereas I really think Doge and Grasso have their, their divisions locked up. So in the coming weeks, it's going to shape up.
0: I think, and I think we have to really think about it. You, we only have two more out of division matchups the rest of the season, and then you finish up with three matchups in your division. So, I mean, Moose, if you go two and one of those final three games, you could be in a really rough spot. Um, even you mean though, one and can, two? yeah, did I say what did I say two and one? Yeah, yeah. One and two. Thank you. Uh, two one and two over those last two matchups. It could be in a really rough spot if you don't win the next two matchups uh, outside the division. So um, it's going to be interesting. And then I think I think it's clear that I you know I honestly I think you I think you put Grasso first and me second, but I would put me first until Derrick Henry comes back.
1: Well, that that's how I have it online. I put oh, you him, did yeah I put you okay. first
0: for thought, that reason. I, I, I looked quick and I thought you had it, but I, I think that my, again, my team, I'm going to knock on as much wood as I can in, in here. Um, I think that my team has avoided the injury bug so far, knock on lots of wood um, and I have decent enough backups. Chris Carson's coming back off the, um, off the IR possibly this week. Um, so then my running backs are pretty solidified. Uh, I, I am not, you know. This, for those who listen, I am looking to make a move. Uh, I would always like to improve the wound dogs. So if you have a, a deal uh, that you want to partake in, let me know. Um, little little plug for the for the dogs. Um, but I think it's. Uh, I think I need two more. I need two more wins out of the next five to lock up the division. Yeah. To feel really I'm, confident.
1: Yeah, and there's going to be a lot of tough matchups coming up for a lot of different people. Every matchup matters so much more now for everybody. Uh, you know, I think this is a perfect time to talk about those matchups. You guys want to talk some matchups?
0: Yeah, yeah. absolutely. All right.
1: All right. So let's start with another. What, what should have been in a normal year or, or, or under normal circle is a powerhouse matchup uh, between the Moose Mayhem and the two beers too deep. But you'd, without, um, without Derek Henry here. It's going to be really difficult, and as Grasso showed last week, to make up those points, even with Moose, and I'm saying this as a Steelers fan, starting Ben Roethlisberger, uh, I still think it's Moose's matchup to lose, so I'm going with the mayhem.
0: Grasso's running backs are really thin. I I think he's going to win the receiver matchup, but I think that it's no question who's going to win the running back matchup and the tight end matchup and the flex matchup. Mm-hmm. I, I, I got to go moose for this one. Grasso Grosso may finish at eight and six, the way his team's going.
2: Yeah. Uh, ben, I know you're, you know, hating on me for the Ben Roethlisberger pick, but this is a terrible week for quarterback streamers. Like I was dreading this week for the past like few weeks. I tried to pick up Matt Ryan. Uh, what's his name? Uh, the werewolves put in a bigger bid so I couldn't grab Ryan. The next best thing is Big Ben against the Steelers, which... He's facing his own team. What? No, sorry. <laughs> the, the lions. Wow. It's been a day. Um, with that though, I, I'm going to, uh, I do like my, I do like my matchups this week and I do like my roster this week. Dearness Johnson is going to make another appearance and hopefully drop another 20, um, but I'm going to go with the two beers. Cause I don't trust myself.
1: You're going with two beers, Okay. Yes. All yes. right.
2: All right. If you want to take
1: that out. Um, by the way, even though he's not here, Grasso was the only person. He finished 6-0 last week. Two weeks in a row, by the way. So good Damn. on him.
0: Uh,
1: Moose finished 5 one and Doge and I both went 4-2. and
2: So let's look on... By, the, the, by the way, the one loss was me picking Fitz against myself, so I would have also gone 6-0. But you didn't. Yeah, but I don't pick myself on purpose.
1: Mm. Got it. Just like uh, Grasso did last season. So uh, let's move on to the Papa Squats versus the Keegs to success. Two five and four teams that really want to separate themselves. Uh, both teams can do that here if they win, especially Keegan sitting atop his division. And you know, looking the team back and forth, I think you know Spencer's with 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 um, God with CMC coming back and really anchoring things down for him. I don't think that. Keegan has enough firepower, especially after last week, to pull through. I think that Mahomes and Tyree Killer are wash this season, so I'm going to go with the Papa Squats to con- continue his upward trajectory.
0: I think this is a more important matchup for Keegan than it is for Spencer. I think Spencer could make a wild card at seven and seven. I think he's would have a shot. I think even Keegan going to need eight and six to win that division. Um, again, we think, we think that Spencer being in the gross division, that one's locked up. I think this is a clear squats victory with CMC coming back. Also don't forget Russell Wilson may be coming back this week as well. So that could be a big boon for the, for the squat. So I'm going to go with Spencer.
2: Spencer's team is starting to take shape again. McCaffrey coming back. Fournette's been solidifying himself as a decent RB2, RB1. Thielen's been decent. Judy is back. Waller's been kind of back to normal. The Titans are firing on all cylinders. So Spencer's team is start, starting to take shape again. Um, I think he could sneak in with a 7-7 seven and seven as well. Um, I digress real quick. I think I'll, we'll have potentially two seven and 7-7 seven teams getting into the playoffs. Just because if you do the math, I think, you know, I would probably be the top seven and seven if I make it that far. Um, but I'm going with the Papa squads here. Cause uh, he's starting to take shape again. And the keys are just kind of falling apart.
1: And there's a scenario where, I mean, it, like you said, Grasso win losing out would be eight and six and Spencer, if he wins out, he would be 10 and four. So, I mean, he could, The 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 division is definitely still in play.
0: Yeah, he's Grasso is I think it's two I call it I call it net games away from clinching the division. So wins or loss, you know, wins for him or losses for Spencer, um, because he's the only one that can catch him.
1: Yeah. That great. All right. So let's move on to my matchup, the broken Cox versus the dynasty. You know, this is, I feel like these are two teams kind of moving in different directions. Thankfully, I am the team moving in the right direction. And this might be the only time I can say this all season right now. I am the only team in the league with two top 10 in points running backs on my roster. Uh, and I think with Chase Edmonds going down and James Conner getting the bulk of the work, even though he's not going to reproduce what he did last week, I don't think ever, uh, he's still going to get the majority of the carries. I think Taylor is going to continue his upward trajectory. Stefan Diggs has to break out sometimes, so why not against the Jets? Uh, I may not start Zach Moss at the end of the week, but we'll see. So I'm going to
0: myself. Yeah, I got to so agree sure. with you. I got to agree with you. I think the way it's shaping up, this could be a one of those years where the teams that are normally in the playoffs are in the mouth breather, and the teams that are normally in the mouth breather are in the playoffs. It could really be one of those years where, you know, myself, who has uh, been a rare showing in the playoffs, Dale, who's, yes, he's in his second year, has never made the playoffs. Uh, and then you got on the opposite direction, Deej, Echol, Fitz, are all struggling this year. Um, but I got to go with the Cox this week.
2: Go, Cox. I would probably go with the Cox as well. I don't. I, man, DJ's team is just a team that I don't like. Dak and Najee are probably the only players that you could probably rely on. Everybody else is just extreme boomer bust. It,
0: it it doesn't feel good on the eyes. Is what yeah. I would say when I look at yeah. that yeah. roster. I said I, pass pass. I said it
2: last week. I go Van Jefferson. It sounds like you know the uh, uh, Van Morrison like tribute band. You know, like I don't I don't want to hear that or see that. So I'm going with the Cox on this. Okay,
1: uh, sweep for the cock, so that usually means, well, I mean, all of our sweeps last week, we, we were right on, by the way, um, so that's good to see. Let's move on to the show me a tease versus the weak side werewolves. I'm just gonna assume that the weak side werewolves are gonna start Matt Ryan this week. Uh, and that the show me a TDs are going to find a kicker. And, you know, I think that the show me a TDs kind of lucked out with when they're facing Dale because he does not have Joe Mixon. I don't know if James Robinson's going to start. He does not have the depth to overcome that. I don't think the weak side werewolves are going to win this. I'm going show-me-a-tds.
0: I disagree strongly. I really am comparatively... Jimmy team is stronger on paper, but... Aaron Rodgers is probably going to play. If he tests negative on Saturday, he's playing. Um, And he's going to come back with a vengeance. And Devontae Adams is his favorite target. So I think this is going to be a matchup like I talked about earlier, where I think Dale's boom players are going to beat Jimmy's solid average. So I'm picking Dale.
2: I might have to agree. I mean, obviously, Dale needs some tickering here. His running backs are going to be struggling, but – yeah, Devontae Adams, if Rodgers is playing, Marquise Brown's been great. Hawkinson is like one of only two bill you can even start in Detroit. Um, I, and I do like Deontay Johnson against Detroit, um, just because, you know, I, I think that they'll be, you know, be able to move the ball in the air against Detroit. So I'm probably going with Dale here. I'm concerned about the Dalvin Cook thing for, uh, for Jimmy there, because who knows what's going to turn out with that situation. All right.
1: All right, let's take a look at the Big X Bashers versus the Fitz Magic. This is another one of those matchups. I mean, Fitz doesn't really have much to play for right now other than playing spoiler, right? Uh, but the Bashers, really, their roster, as you alluded to, was finally coming together a little bit. He's not going to get really caught with the buy bug this week. I mean, sure, bo- uh, Boyd in the Bengals D, but I don't know if he was going to start them anyways. And, you know, Russell Wilson may be back, so which would, boom, DK Metcalf's value. And I just don't see Teddy Bridgewater being the guy you want to see in the top, even if Kyler Murray comes back, which he may not. So I'm going to go with the Bashers.
0: I think I'm going to have to agree with you, but it's... It doesn't feel good because I don't trust Eckles' team. Still, uh, Damien Harris is questionable. He's in the concussion protocol. He doesn't have depth beyond that. Is he? He's going to start what? Cole Beasley in that flex if he has to move Elijah Mitchell up to the to the RB two spot. Um, so that'll be interesting to see. Um, but I think that Eckle just has too many boom players um, for Fitz. So Fitz might be looking at one and nine. I think.
1: So that means you're going with Eckle.
0: Yeah.
2: Right. Yeah. The Camara thing concerns me for fits. I mean, he could put Ingram there. I didn't realize he had Ingram. So good, good on him for that. Um, wait, you didn't pick him up? No, I didn't. Surprisingly not. No, no, he was already on rosters for like, give me a break. Um, You must be
1: running out of fab pretty soon.
2: Uh, Oh, I am, but you know, I'm really, I'm solid with, I digress. I'm solid with my bench players. Obviously if I get a million injuries, I'm screwed, but you know, I'm, I'm solid with my bench players where I'm probably going to need not need them for, uh, skill players. I'm going with the, the bashers here. I just like their team overall. I think their weakest spot is the flex. Um, and that says a lot for echo. So. All right. Another
1: clean sweep here. Let's look at that last matchup of the week. It's uh, it's one of our podcasters himself, the wieners Wien dogs going up against the Vinzaloons, uh, and the Vinza you know, it's just one of those seasons for him. I don't see where the where he's going to get more points than the wieners Ween dogs. It's just a, a lot of heavy hitters against a lot of maybe and hope. So I'm going to go with the wieners Ween dogs, the doge himself.
0: This should be another dominating win. My hope is that Monday night, I won't rely on Cooper cup to score me more than 10 points. Um, and, in, in, you know, the Cooper Cup, Robert Woods thing. It, it, it could be tight. It could be one of those weeks where it's a – is it Bobby Trees or is it Cooper, Cooper Cup um, to, to, to decide the game? But I think my team is just overall stronger. Uh, I've got some solid matchups besides my running back with Michael Carter right now. But, again, Chris Carson might come back and Green Bay's defense isn't great. I think I'm going to have to go with myself um, over over Vinny. And I think Vinny's team might uh, might really struggle here.
2: I probably agree as well. Um, Obviously, you know, Zeke is always strong. A.J. Dillon is a solid flex, but not an RB2. A.J. Dillon's been splitting carries with Aaron Jones, which has kind of been a surprise of late. Um, Yeah. uh, Jamal Agnew, he's kind of trusting, you know, him to fill that Chenault role because Chenault's kind of like disappeared. But yeah, Doge, I mean. You're lucky I dropped Michael Carter earlier this season. I wanted nothing to do with the New York Jets, and there you go. You're welcome. Uh, so I'm I'm gonna go with Greg here.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's just been getting the volume. He's the number yeah, one just, guy.
2: I just didn't want after seeing that the the horrendous offensive line, which who would have thought it would be worse than you know the Buffalo Bills offensive line. I wanted so, nothing to do with them. So, 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 so Moose,
1: just so you know, I picked him up.
2: And I know trade and you traded and and I trading trading him. him. I traded him still. For still, a thank thank you both. Thank you both for 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 picking them up or taking Matthew Barry told me to drop him, And I did. So, you know what, that's what I did. I don't want any, judgment. Well, you know, how often yeah. Matthew Barry's right.
1: Which <laughs> and I didn't like need, I didn't need a never. running back.
2: So it was fine. I need a receiver. So it was fine. Regardless, I'm going with
1: those. Okay. All right. That's what I, that's what I figured. Uh, so that, that wraps up our picks for the week. It actually kind of wraps up the podcast for this week. It's been a really tightly wound ball of timey whimey stuff. You guys are Doctor Who fans, but nobody is. Um, nope. That's all. That's all I've got for the night. Uh, you guys want any parting words before we sign off?
0: This week could it, it could be a fate week. It, it, this could be a week where if the four and five, if the five and four teams, excuse me, win. So that's Moose, Spencer, and Keegan. Actually, are, are they playing each other? I, I just forget. I just forgot. Oh, Spencer and Keegan are playing each other, so that's not possible. That's not possible. Interesting. So I think if Moose wins and then whoever wins that Keegan-Spencer matchup, I think they're going to feel really good moving forward. Again, I think eight wins guarantees you a playoff spot. I think seven, it's going to be a tiebreaker situation. So um, we're getting to court towards the end of the season. It's starting to feel good.
1: Yeah, we're going to have to start doing playoffs scenarios next week maybe when we're really starting to look how how sh- things shake out. But yeah, Moose, any final words here?
0: Uh,
2: I would request a health check on Sunday if the New York Jets defeat the Buffalo Bills. Someone just check on me, please.
0: <laughs> I'll stop by, Joe, I promise.
2: Make it one of my fanatics Instagram posts. Just, I found this man sobbing uncontrollably into his cat. I'll just call you and play another one, Bites the Dust. And that'll be that. You already took control <laughs> of the thing, so I can't play on the soundboards.
1: I, yeah, that's right. All right. <laughs> So on that note, for the man in the booth, Joe for Moose and the Moose Mayhem, for the Wieners, Wien Dogs, Greg Mark and for our man in international waters, two beers, Too deep, Christopher Grosso, I'm the broken cock himself, the mouth breather, Ben Max, reminding everybody to win your week.
0: Spencer, the word of the week is vibration. Vibration. Spencer is the word of the week. Vibration,
2: not vibrator, not vibranium. Vibration. Classic hit by the Beach Boys, "Good Vibrations," but not the plural, just singular vibration.